Today, I'm talking to the person that feels like giving up on their dream. Is that you? If you feel like, you know, I've put in all this work, I've done all these things, I'm burnt out, I'm sick of this, I don't know what to do. Honestly, I need a change, but I don't really know how to change or why I feel this way. If this is you, then stick around because this episode is for you. Welcome to Sovereign Solutions, a lifestyle podcast for your soul. I am your host, Cody Ann Smith. I'm a spiritual advisor and teacher who is passionate about helping you master your life, upgrading your energy, answering your highest calling, and leaving a legacy that powerfully impacts the world. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for your gift of presence and for spending your quality time and energy here with me today on the show. Today, I'm talking to the person that feels like giving up on their dream. Is that you? If you feel like, you know, I've put in all this work, I've done all these things, I'm burnt out, I'm sick of this, I don't know what to do. Honestly, I need a change, but I don't really know how to change or why I feel this way. If this is you, then stick around because this episode is for you. Before we dive into the content for today, though, I would love to invite you to follow me over on Instagram and Facebook, which you can find both of those links down in the description below, as well as many other resources as well. So why do we feel this way? What makes us feel like we just want to throw the towel in on our dreams and just give up and walk away from the whole thing? Well, there's a couple different things, but the first thing I want to invite you to think about and to contemplate is, well, to make sure that it's really something that you want to do. A big reason why we want to throw the towel in on something that we've been working on is because we've lost our spark. We've lost our passion and it feels dull. It doesn't feel like it's inspiring us. It doesn't feel like it's growing. It might feel stagnant. And if that is the case, then it might be a clear sign that you are ready for a change or you're ready to ignite more of your passion. So I see this a lot. Actually, this has happened to me a long time ago. When I first started, I had this brand. It was called Authentically Empowered, and I was a certified detox specialist. I was helping people with their health. I was constantly talking about health all the time. And I remember feeling like I don't want to be called a health coach. I want to be called a wellness coach because I want to take a holistic perspective. And I remember tripping myself up about this a lot because I didn't want to be seen as the go-to person for detox anymore. It wasn't lighting me up. But for the longest time, I thought, well, this must just me being wishy-washy. This must be me not being able to commit not wanting to just stick with one thing. I thought, how am I ever going to be successful if I switch up what I want to do? Because people are going to, I mean, they already know me for detox. They know me for health. And how in the world am I going to just change all of this and expect to be successful? You know, all those fear stories, all those stories that keep us back, that just seem to show up when we're about to make these big changes. They are so common. But What I have found through that process is knowing that if I were to follow that thing that I didn't feel passionate about anymore, there's no way that I was going to be able to fully show up and to deliver 
my services in a way that felt good. So in full transparency, I committed to doing something for even longer than I wanted to. I didn't want to continue to do that anymore, but I forced myself to because I thought that it meant that I was either weak or that I was a failure or like I said, that I was wishy-washy. But as time went on and it got more painful to create content and to keep showing up over and over again when I really wasn't feeling it, that's when I decided something's got to change. Because one of the biggest reasons why we even create dis-ease in the first place, right, is because we are pushing ourselves to do something that's not in alignment for us. And being the health coach that I was at that time, I knew that. So I knew that if I kept continuing down that path that I was going to actually create more problems for me in the long run. And this is when I tapped into the trust reserve that I wasn't tapping into before, faith in other words. I had to know that I could trust the process. And I feel like maybe this is the same for you. If you're feeling like, hey, it's time for me to change things up, but I'm terrified to do so because it's moving me into a place that I'm not familiar with and I don't know what to expect and what if I fail and what all these fears, right, that come up when we're about to do something new happens when we're faced with the reality that maybe what I'm doing is not lighting me up anymore. And this was my experience when I first started with business. Now, there's been people who have been in business for a long, long time who have said, you know, I am not feeling passionate anymore. I don't even know if I want to see one-on-one clients anymore. And these people have been making like $80,000 a month and they have their business, like really the foundations built and they've been going for a while. And then they wake up one day and they're like, oh, um, I don't feel this anymore. Now that's terrifying and it can be terrifying either way. But if you are somebody who has been kind of dabbling with your dreams, then If you are the person who is just starting, then know that it's perfectly fine for you to allow yourself to let go and just try new things. In other words, it's much easier to shift from a place where you don't want to be into a place where you do want to be if you catch it early. Another great way to make sure that it's truly that you just don't feel passionate about what you're doing, then to ask yourself some questions can be really extremely helpful. So you might ask yourself, well, why am I doing what I'm doing? Am I doing it because it makes me happy or am I doing it because it makes other people happy? Hello, people pleaser, right? (laughs) But in all honesty, we have to be able to ask ourselves these things because it's really important to get clear on what it is that we want and it needs to come from within instead of something that we think we have to do. And that's another question you can ask yourself. Am I doing this because I think I have to do this to be successful or am I doing this because I truly want to. Of course, there's other things that pop up. You know, sometimes we are wishy-washy. And that's another thing that we have to be really honest with ourselves with is, okay, one day I want to be a health coach and the next day I want to be the financial advisor, right? Like those two things don't technically go together. And I'm sure there's a way that we could put those together if, you know, that was the calling. But most of the time it's not. And a lot of the time we, when we find ourselves in these situations with like playing ping pong with our dreams and constantly shifting from one thing to the other, to the other, to the other, is that maybe deep down, we don't feel worthy of having our dreams. Now, this one goes really, really deep. And your conscious mind might say, of course, I am worthy of this. 
Duh. Like, why would I be doing this if I wasn't worthy? I know I'm worthy. But your subconscious mind may not be on board with that. And this typically is a sign of trauma. Now, I just want to say real quick that I am not a psychologist and I'm not a trauma specialist, but I have studied it for my own personal stuff. And I know that trauma tends to uh, create self-sabotage. And usually it's because, I mean, almost 100% of the time, I should say, that it causes this is because we do not feel safe in our bodies in order to truly move forward. So we have this identity of who we think we are and we make sure we keep that solidified because that's what's safe to us. And instead of stepping out and doing the thing that we know we want to do, the safety police kicks in and it might start telling you things that aren't true about yourself, but you believe them because they've been your voice your entire life, right? And these are self-critical comments. These are things that tell you that you cannot move forward. They're things that tell you that you are going to fail, that your idea is stupid, and nobody's going to take you seriously. And there's a million different ways that the safety police come in and try to destroy dreams. (laughs) So be aware of that for sure. You know, uh, if this is the case for you, know that you don't have to stay there because Trauma is literally just something that gets frozen into the body in specific events, right? Trauma is never the event, but it is the response that the body has to specific events in which we feel helpless or like we can't fully express ourselves or we feel trapped in some way. Now, we might not, again, consciously know that. We might feel like, no, I can do this, but subconsciously, Our bodies and our minds are saying no. Another reason why we might not move forward with our dreams and why we would sabotage them or we feel like giving up is that we don't have the support that we need. There's a saying by Jim Rohn that we are the average of the five people that we spend most of our time around. And that does include the people that we follow on YouTube, on Facebook, or on any other social media platform, as well as the people that we hang around in person. So If we don't have the support that we need because some of us have family members that mock our dreams or friends that try to tear us down and tell us that what what we're doing is not going to be successful, and by the way, that's not a true friend, but sometimes we do have people like this in our lives because why? Because it's comfortable. And a lot of the times we don't know any better because that's what we've had our entire life. You know, rather, this is like I said, it could be even a parent or a friend. But this is kind of where we come to a crossroads where it's like, okay, am I going to totally throw the towel in on my dreams or am I going to get rid of what is being what is toxic in my life? Rather, these are people or other things. What do I need to get rid of so that I can step into that dream? One thing that is really helpful and beneficial for all of us if we, especially if we don't have support in our immediate environment, meaning the people that we live with or our friends or our family, is to have a mentor or a coach, somebody who can keep you on track, keep your focus on what it is that you want to create because it's so easy to self-sabotage without support. We are social creatures. We operate best when we feel connection with another person and we feel like somebody's on our side helping us to achieve something That is really, really helpful. Now, obviously, it doesn't have to be like a one-on-one coach. It could definitely be a group program where you're surrounded by a ton of people who are 
there to support each other. That's a really beautiful thing too. And I've had both. I've had one-on-one coaches and I've also done group programs. And for me, I think that I'm the type of person who really likes to have one-on-one attention. So that that's what works best for me. Although groups have been really helpful as well. So make sure that you find support either way. It doesn't matter if you're ready for a coach or if you're ready for a group program, just make sure that you have support because that right there can really dampen your dreams if you don't. The second reason I believe the most common reason why somebody wants to give up on their dreams is because they have tried and tried and tried and have not got the results that they expected to get. And when I said expected, that kind of gives us clues into this because The more that we have expectations of something, the less likely it is going to happen, typically. Now, yeah, of course, sometimes if we have expectations, those expectations may be met. But the pain comes from having expectations, and then when they're not met, then we think that our dreams can't come true or that we're somehow flawed in some way. And if we don't think that we're flawed necessarily, then maybe we feel like what we are doing is not the right thing or we're doing it wrong or there's something, right? And that was me when I first started doing this podcast. And I wouldn't even say when I first started doing it. When I first started doing it, I had all this passion. I had all the oomph that I needed. But over time, probably I would say about 20 to 30 episodes in, I felt like maybe I was wasting my time. And ironically enough, this is pretty much the average of when most people quit creating podcasts. Because if you release one every week, when you're up to about 20 to 30, that's 20 to 30 weeks. And of course, you know, there was people that had podcasts that they launched that, you know, were blowing up within five, five episodes, and they've gotten like tons and tons of downloads. And naturally, it makes you wonder, well, maybe I'm not doing as good as I could be. Maybe my podcast isn't that great. But that is a clear sign that I was identifying myself with my creativity. I was identifying my worth with how many people were listening to my podcast, with how many downloads they were getting. And this is a quick way to want to throw in the towel. You know, this is the fastest way to say, I'm done with this. But you know, just like I have been saying in this episode, what I had to do is I had to go back to the drawing board. I had to ask myself, do I really want to do this? And the answer was yes. The answer was, yes, I really want to do this. This is something that lights me up and I want to develop my voice, right? Because for the longest time, I didn't feel like I could properly express myself. I felt like when I would talk, it would be like this. It would be really um, not in my body and you could definitely tell and it was a lot softer because I didn't feel confident enough to use my voice. And I knew that if, it, if I were to be successful and for me to feel good, that I was going to have to develop and find my voice and my expression. So I decided that, hey, yeah, I'm going to continue with this podcast. And I learned how to detach myself from the outcome. And so here we are on episode, what is this, episode 96 This is 96 weeks in, and I'm so glad that I continued with this because I cannot tell you how many people tell me, hey, I love your voice. I love your podcast, and it helps me so much. And that right there means the world to me. And it would have never happened had I given up on my dream. Because, yeah, sometimes, you guys, sometimes our dreams 
are, need to be let go, right? If we think that our dream, for example, like for me, was to be a health and wellness coach and I never allowed myself to step out of that, then I would never have given myself permission to talk about consciousness, to talk about trauma, to talk about the spiritual activism that really lights me up. So at the end of the day, what do you do if you're feeling like giving up on your dream? Well, let's recap. The first thing is to make sure that it's really something that you want to do. If not, allow yourself to try new things. Allow yourself to evolve and totally let go of the reins. No expectations because the more that we have these expectations, the more that we hold ourselves back. Also, be sure to identify those safety police that come in and tell you you can't do stuff. Make sure you have the support that you need and be consistent. Keep shining. Keep showing up even when it feels hard, even when it feels like you are stuck, like you cannot take action because you never know who you can help. You never know who your message is going to reach. You never know when that video goes viral or your Facebook live goes viral or a post that you create goes viral because nobody gives you the lowdown on what overnight success really is. It's not that you just put out two pieces of content and it goes viral. Usually it's consistent work until that right person finds that one piece of content that you create and then it just gets sent crazy out to the world and people love it. That is your moment. But that's not ever the goal anyways, right? It's not. It's about being connected to our passion, knowing that what we are doing is a deep soul calling from within. And if you don't know what your calling is, then it's time to get off the internet, stop scrolling Facebook, put it to the side, and you got to sit in silence. Because if you don't sit in silence, you will never know. That's when the most amazing things come to me. All these ideas that I have, all the content that I create happens when I get still. Even the podcast name that I changed, because it used to be called The Conscious Entrepreneur, and I changed it to Sovereign Solutions, that came to me in my silence. And it's, it's been wonderful. So trust, have faith, allow yourself to evolve. If you feel like giving up on your dreams, understand why. Sometimes you may just need a break, honestly. If you need a break, give that to yourself and then go back. But you got to figure out what it is for you. And it's going to be different for each and every one of you. So don't lose hope because honestly, this is a journey. Life is meant to be an adventure. Honestly, a journey, adventure, whatever you want to call it. I personally like adventure. I just say journey because it's programmed. <laughs> but this is an adventure. We get to try new things. We get to do what we love. We get to develop our skills, communication skills, video skills, writing skills, team building skills, whatever it may be. But just know that your dreams and your vision will always lead you exactly where you're meant to be. So if something isn't working, you got to get to the core reason why. And then from there, you can shift it. And that's when you experience the fulfillment and the joy and the satisfaction that you've been looking for all along. So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please go to iTunes and leave a written review. The more reviews that are on this podcast, the more people are going to see it. And the more people that see it, the more people that get helped. So with your help, we can help others. 
Thank you very much. Have a beautiful rest of your week, and I will talk to you on the next one. Bye.